All right, friends, uh, this is Pastor Ernie Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. And uh, we are back uh, with Small Catechism Live. Uh, today we continue on with Apostles' Creed. I think in the annotation it put Article 3, but it's actually Article 2. Uh, we're still on Article 2 uh, pertaining to Jesus, uh, serving in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. And um, again, what is this all about? How do we serve? What does it mean to serve? In which way do we serve? What is the motivation to which we do those very things? Very important. Very important. So join us right now. Before we begin, let us pray. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time together as we rejoice in the, in the joy of what you have given to us through your Son, Lord, as your blood covers us, as we are forgiven of our sins, Lord, lead us with a peaceable conscience, as, as you are the vine and we are the branches, that you lead us in this life as the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Grant us your strength and lead us, O Lord, always in your word. Strengthen, sustain, and Lord, always point us to your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so today... Uh, what are we talking about? Right, let's see. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about and discussing, uh, if you have your catechism out, 2017, uh, that would be on page 190 and following. So uh, 2017, uh, page 190. So please follow along here. Again, as we uh, continue on with Apostles' Creed Article 2, we are on the, um, the last set paragraph of explanation here where it says, so that I may be his own, and we talked about that two weeks ago, I believe, Why, how are we his own, and live under him, under him, under him, in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. How? Just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. Right? Just as. And that should be going under the, the kingdom right here. But the point is, is this, is this uh, part of the explanation of the second article of the creed is... Um, uh, by his very death and resurrection, right? We live under him in his kingdom. His kingdom is given to us right here, just as, and that just as is referring to the, the, the concluding uh, section where we read on page 188, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity, just as. So because of what he has done, because he has died for our sins, he shed his blood, he uh, was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, the Lord laid on him um, all these things for us, even though, like we, even though like we like sheep have gone astray, it is our Lord who just as died and three days later rose. If, our, if Jesus did not rise from the dead, what does the Bible say? Our faith would be foolish. Our faith would be futile. Our faith would be nothing. Nada. Zilch. Zero. Right? And therefore, on the other hand, because he rose from the dead, 
Here we see how the resurrection has shaped us in our life today, right? We sang on Reformation Day, um, um, uh, a mighty fortress, right? And, um, you know, um, what a great picture that is of the kingdom, that this fortress is given to us, this kingdom is given to us, the kingdom to which we live under, by the work of Christ. Now, this is very important, because once we for, if we forget the kingdom and the, the kingdom that we live under, the temptation is to see the, I need to get into the kingdom, so I must do these things to get to the door, to get across the moat. Doesn't the kingdom have a moat? Or is that a castle? Sorry. <laughs> I got to do all these things uh, to get into the kingdom. And because I do all these things, I know I'm in the kingdom. And that's not, that's not it. Right? Again, Apostles' Creed Article 2, what is the theme? Redemption. Right? Purchased for us. Bought us back with a price. And that is by his very blood. So because of what he has done, the gospel, the good news, Genesis 3.15 and following, and live under him in his kingdom. Uh, this is uh, so that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom. And, and this is what this kingdom looks like, right? So what does this kingdom look like? Why don't we um, go to John 14.27. Uh, this is page 190 in your catechism. If you have it, if you have your Bible out, please turn to it. But it says right here, uh, as we live under his kingdom, John 14, 27, peace I give to you. Not as the world do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Right? This kingdom is full of peace. Uh, Matthew 11, come to me all, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is the kingdom, the kingdom of rest. Colossians 1, 13 to 14. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, the agape toy, in whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins, right? You know when you write and you're like, totally don't write the letter? <laughs> like Your mind just... Oof. Anyways, uh, the forgiveness of sins. And, and this is his marvelous light. Now, again, when we talk about living under his kingdom, how are you brought into this kingdom? By his very work. By the merits of Jesus. Here we see, by his death and resurrection, just as we have received peace, rest, the forgiveness of sins, marvelous light, um, and the peaceable conscience, what else? Uh, the joy, the comfort, uh, what else? Um, uh, 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 the freedom, uh, what else? Um, uh, the, the words are not coming out of my brain today. But the point is, is that this is the kingdom that we already live under as a result of the resurrection of Christ our Lord. Where there he crushed the head of Satan, where there he gives us that, uh, the, the promise, indeed, that we have life in his lame, eternal life, right? Like, this is who we are by the gift of the gospel. Now, what happens later? Well, and we live under him in his kingdom, and what's next? And serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. This is very important. I know I always say that, 
And I'm redundant when I say this is very important. But it is very important, right? Because what is it? How do we serve Him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness? What, what does this mean to serve Him? This is the key, everlasting. These are the kind of the, what is it? The attributes here. Righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. What does that even look like? How do we serve him in righteousness, innocence, and blessedness? Now, I say that how? Because I think innately our first instinct would be, okay, I guess I need to do this. I need to serve him in the best of my ability so that they may be classified as righteousness, that my motives are innocent, and that they are truly blessed. It's as if, I need to bring something to the table in my service so that they are deemed righteous and innocent and and, and blessedness, right? Uh, When in fact, what we just studied here about Jesus is that he is the one who is your righteousness. Jesus is your righteousness. Do you get that? That means Jesus has reconciled you to God all by his very blood. And what does it say in 1 John? That Jesus is your advocate. He is the one who answers for you and who accounts for you and covers you by his blood. And therefore, I don't know why I'm talking like this, but therefore, uh, he has given you his righteousness, that you are right in front of God. That by his work, by his merits in his death and resurrection, you have this, you are righteous by the word and the sacrament. Right? Your baptism shows you that you are righteous. The supper that you feed on shows you by the gift of the true body and blood of Jesus given and shed for us as God works on us and serves us in his, in his promise by his very word for the forgiveness of our sins. There we are made righteous. Right? As I said in the sermon Sunday, no one is righteous, not even one. We cannot bring something to this table to deem ourselves or classify or identify as righteous by our own works. It is by the righteousness of Christ, by his faithfulness, by his obedience, by his his bloodshed as a perfect sacrifice for us on that very cross that we are righteous. So this is who you are, right? Innocence. What is innocence? It means not guilty, right? Um, We serve him without guilt. We serve him in, in complete innocence, holy and blameless, right? I mean, what does this remind you of? Of course, Ephesians 5, right? And here we see, uh, uh, as Christ died for his bride, the church, uh, that we are washed clean, holy and blameless, without spot or blemish, right? And, and here we see the picture of, of what that picture of innocence is all about. You know, uh, I guess the point is here is, again, blessedness. Matthew 5, the Makarios, right? We talked about that in the Beatitudes, right? And, and again, why are you blessed? How are you blessed? How are you blessed? Right? Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the, those that hunger uh, and thirst for righteousness, right? You are blessed by the power of Christ, that though you are spiritually dead in your sins, there Christ raises you and gives you life and resuscitates you by his very death, giving you life, 
blessedness you have. Matthew 5, if you, if you missed the sermon from Sunday, uh, hear it again. Or re, uh, hear the devotion on Tuesday, for Law and Gospel Tuesday, because we talk about the Makarios, we talk about the blessedness, and what that true blessedness is all about. That Jesus is throughout this text, right? And this is very important. This is all Jesus, right? This is all, every healthy tree bears good fruit, right? Or, you are, I am the vine, you are the branches. This, this is all rooted through the power of Christ, the power of his death and resurrection, and, and there we live in his name, serving him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Now, why is this important? A lot of people think that serving is to, um, you know, uh, to gain, to earn, to merit. How do you know that you're a child of God? Well, I've been a good person. I've, I serve him. I do all these things. And I, I'm surely, because of all these good things that I've done, I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, uh, I am blessed, I am righteous, and I am innocent. Um, and again, that is not the focus here. The focus is we serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness because of, just as he has risen for us, uh, that this resurrected life, I, I'm the resurrection and the life, right? Because I live, you shall also live. We live and we live, move, and have our being, Acts 17, uh, I think. Uh, we live, move, and have our being in his name by the power of the resurrection. And in light of the empty tomb and that he is risen, he is not here, no está aquí, afuera, outside. <laughs> there we know uh, that we live the joy of the gospel in the empty tomb, in the joy of the resurrection. There we serve him in, as a result of what Jesus has done and charging to us his righteousness by his blood, his innocence uh, uh, by his uh, suffering upon the cross. There we are deemed innocent and our guilt is washed away. Our sins are forgiven. And there we serve in blessedness because Christ keeps us. He covers us. Uh, if you read Matthew 5, the Beatitudes, we are that spiritual poor in, poor in spirit. Yet at the same time, it is our Lord who lavishes us of the riches of his grace. And there we have, or theirs is the kingdom of God, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit, right? The kingdom of God is theirs. Right? We are blessed. How? Jesus, blood, empty tomb, death and resurrection. And there in that reality of the gospel, there that is how we serve. So every time, if you're, if you're a child out there and you're uh, studying for a test, I know you might be saying, oh no, there's a test, but then that's your service. Your vocation as a student, to study hard, to know the deets, the details. <laughs> Oh man, I said deets. Uh, to know the details, right? Uh, so that you can be the greatest lawyer, the greatest clerk, the greatest teacher, doctor, whatever, scientist, engineer, whatever it may be that God has called you to do, but you have the knowledge to serve your neighbor in the joy of your vocation, right? And if you're not a student and you're a parent, vocation, right? If you have a, a nine-to-five job or a, even a Double, you pull doubles every day, let's say, um, you continue to serve in this light, and that is the light of the resurrection, right? We're already there, right? We're already there, right? Because of the resurrection, all has been overcome, all has been finished, John 19.30, and, and therefore, um, we serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. This is all Jesus, right? This is all Jesus, Right? This is all rooted in Christ and what he has done for you. By the power of Christ, there we proceed to serve in the joy of the gospel. Right? This is not something that you have to do. 
Because if you have to do it, you always got to go. When you're burdened, you always have to go back to Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come all you who are broken and heavy laden, who are burdened, and I will give you rest. That, that rest in Jesus, again, there you have the great joy knowing that there you continue on to serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. And, and this is the life of Christ. Christ. And this is how we serve in our vocation. Right, Colossians one three to fourteen. Uh, Colossians three uh, one to four, and it says right here, uh, if we could read it together on page one ninety two of the Catechism or in your Bible. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears then you also will, be appear, you will appear with him in glory. Right? So if then you have been raised with Christ, the resurrection where we have right here, you were raised with Christ, what does that mean? Baptismal, right? Romans 6, that you are connected to Christ in his death and resurrection by the very gift of the water and word and holy baptism. Right? If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Right? It almost reminds us of Nicodemus and Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan chapter 3. Sorry, <laughs> the Gospel of John, chapter three, uh, where it's the anothen, right? Uh, the born from above, right? Uh, that this is how it works when it comes to faith. That we are born from above uh, by that water and the Word, right? And in the same way, uh, we seek things that are from above. We, in other words, we we seek what is of Christ and what He has done for us. We cling and trust in faith. Uh, in the righteousness and the innocence and the blessedness that he has given to us by his body and blood. Set your minds on things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. This is always about uh, from above is what is in Christ. In Christ, what God has given to you by the gospel. And therefore, there is who you are. Who am I? I am righteous, innocent, and blessedness, holy and blameless, set apart uh, 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 by the power of Christ, uh, by the power of his resurrection, I have life in his name. I'm forgiven of my sins. I, I am holy and righteous without blemish. From above I live, and there I go to serve him. Right? It's not to get there, but because we have been, as it says in Colossians 3, that we have been raised in Christ. Right? Because of that, we set our minds on the things that are above. Very important. Not we set our minds on the things that are above so that what? So that we could prove that we're Christian or that we could prove that we're children of God or that we could prove that all our works equates to righteousness. No, it's because of what? If then you have been raised with Christ and you have been, how do you know? Again, the death and resurrection of the Lord from the fruits of the cross and his resurrection, we have uh, the, the mark that he has given to each and every one of us in the mark of holy baptism, where there we too have been raised and connected with him, Romans 6. And there we proceed in Christ, in his work, in his promise, in the freedom of a Christian, set free by the merits of Christ at Calvary, in the empty tomb, in the sacraments. And there we have this life of everlasting Pinpoint, Jesus, righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, right? Wow, did I talk quick there? <laughs> I talked quick. I think I did. But remember that. And this is how we are shaped. Like, like this definitely puts a different color on how we live our life in this day. When you look at your neighbor, 
You know, and, and we talk about serving God and serving one another. Um, it's more than just earthly things, but it's from above things. And I know I've talked to some of you before about vocation, but you all have uh, many plans that God has set before you. That as the joy of the gospel, the joy of the Christian that is in Christ Jesus, we serve with a clear conscience. We serve from above. We serve in the blood of Christ. We serve in the joy that indeed our sins are forgiven. And this is of great joy. You know, when you help your kids with their wash at night, when, they're, uh, you know, when they need a shower and you, you help them out when they're little, um, or when, when you need to spread that cream cheese on their bagel or, or, or make that cereal for them in the morning. I love cereal because it's easy to make, by the way. Nothing to make, just milk and cereal, right? Pour in the bowl. Great. Yogurt, easy. Open the thing. Give it to them. Anyways, but the point is, is that uh, when you do these things, um, we're always walking in the joy of Christ. And I pray that you remember that. Every time you're, you're, you're moving apart at work, let's say you're working in machines or electronics or whatever it may be, God is using you. And you are serving in the great joy of the gospel. When you're evangelizing to your friends the, who, who are hurting or when you're giving them an ear that they need to, uh, someone to listen to what they're going through, this is, you're actually serving in his name, in, in God's name, right? Your kids, your spouse, wh- whoever it may be, uh, 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 your friends, um, your neighbors, uh, that we serve uh, not for the motivation of getting there, but because of the joy of the gospel. There uh, we serve in, in, in the greatest joy of a clear conscience as we draw near, sprinkled by his blood, washed by the very word uh, um, in, in holy baptism, and there we go on righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. This is what it looks like, and it's all credited to just as we see the resurrection, right? So remember that this day. Uh, trust me, I know as a chief of sinners, how burdensome this life can be. Trust me. I know for myself as I look in the mirror at times, like, wow. <sighs> Take a breath. But then when we go back to the catechism and we read the redemption and what Jesus has done for us, it, we decrease, Christ increases. We know St. John the Baptist said it, right? But we decrease, Christ increases. What, in, that, what that increase is, is this very gift of the death and resurrection of Christ. And there we take a step back and say, Lord, help me, guide me, lead me. Because you have given me the righteousness. You have given me the innocence and blessedness. This day you have given to me. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And, and there we continue on in our identity. Yeah. Do not misuse the name of the Lord. Commandment two, right? That we live under his name. Hallowed be thy name in the Lord's prayer that we help us, O Lord, to lead godly lives, right? According to your name, name, righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, serving him in his name. Again, all this is connected. Pinball, catechism, boom, 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 connect the dots, right? So important. So um, anyways, this is it, right? Do you see it? Hopefully that was clear to you today. I know I try to make these 20 minutes or less, and we're already at 25 minutes, so why don't we close with a word of prayer? Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Lord, bless us as we, uh, as we serve 
uh, with everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. That through the empty tomb, we live in the victory and triumph of Christ. Bless us this day or night, wherever we may be. And lead us, O Lord, always in the joy of what you have given to us freely by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Bless us, lead us, and guide us always in this one true faith by the power of your Spirit. Lord, for all these things we're thankful. We pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, If you missed a part, please go back to it. But very, very important to connect the dots in this way. And again, as I caution you, it's very, it's very easy to detach this from Christ, to compartmentalize our service apart from Christ when, in fact, it all works together, right? So, uh, yes, have a wonderful day. Love you all. Praying for you all. Please join us tomorrow for our Genesis study, condensed version here, YouTube Live, probably around, I'm guessing, around 8 in the morning. Uh, so please join us for that, Pacific Standard Time. Um, I will be doing it early then. Uh, so please join us for that Sunday Um, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, our live service, Faith Lutheran Church, as we go through Hebrews chapter 10 uh, for our sermon. Um, But um, other than that, have a wonderful day. And until next time, God bless you. You are forgiven of all your sins. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. I will stop talking now. All right. Adios. Goodbye. Love you all. Peace. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.